Okay. Um, the man who uh, continues to clap um, for a while longer, and then uh, he eventually says, "That that was amazing. Um, I, I I wish I could I could follow you, but I'm afraid I got problems of my own. You see, um, my name's Travis Quickmore. Uh, I'm a dairy farmer, um, and there's been problems in my in my farm. I, I wish I could join you, but probably the missus would be upset. Oh, but I wish I could join you on your adventures and become one with a group of you and and go with what was your name? Your rash, red rash, ra rashy, aura, oro, oro, orash. Yeah, yeah, just you, call me I, Ura. you. You're 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 really impressive, even though you just lost. I, I still thought it was impressive <laughs> though, and and he makes it sound so good. And he points at you, Arthur. He's like everything he said just made sound so good and. But I can't join you. It wouldn't be right. I, not with what's been going on lately. What has okay. been going on lately? Could you fill us in for information? We're in the market for information. Oh. Literally. Well, um, we're in the market. Oh, well, well, you see, about a week ago, sir, I, I was woken by a strange sound. Well, sort of like an animal, but, but sort of not. Uh, and when I went out, I saw a gray figure on the edge of my field, about a hundred yards away. Oh, I was frozen with fear, as you might imagine. I, I'm not as brave as one of the two of you are. A and after a few moments, the creature moved on and was soon out of sight. And he's sort of looking at all of you, and he sort of nods furiously, and he says, You know, all the trouble began when that priest, Father Longfellow, uh, he started meddling with that old graveyard. That's when it all went downhill. But, not that you want to bother yourselves with that, sirs. Uh, in any case, uh, I should be getting back to my stand. Um, Lord knows what's left of it, but it was worth it to see that incredible battle. And, and you, sir, and he turns to you, Arthur, and he says, That was inspirational. You should say stuff like that more. M maybe next time more people will hear it. And he looks at you and he gives you another clap on the back, doing it sounding the same way, ryth rhythmically, like clap, 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 clap. And then he uh, moves off. Uh, through what's left of the dissipating crowd. <laughs> also, well, have uh, a fine day, dairy farmer. Uh, by the way, Urash, um, your apples are utterly smashed at this point from the foot traffic and everything else. Um, so it's just a mess of sort of apple uh, just remains, basically. Um, just somebody get a glass, we'll sell it as juice. There's a lot of applesauce. A lot of applesauce. Uh, I count Maybe that's cinnamon that you see in the applesauce. The Maybe that's cinnamon. <laughs> Uh, sure, Celsic. How much did you have to begin with, by the way? Uh, my gold? Yeah. Um, ooh, about 200. Okay. So as you count through it, you like through and you're like, ah, uh, you're gathering all this stuff together, and you look like when you gather all the together, you end up with just about 200. Mm. <laughs> Typical. Oh, no, it was looking so good. There must have been 800 same. coins, and then you thought lost a lot of it. People took a lot, but you managed to hold on to some, and yeah. So he made so 200 out of that. No, I think I ended up with exactly what I started with. They're, they're not the same coins, though. Like, you feel like they're different <laughs> coins. They're a different amount of so 200. So basically, we laundered our money. <laughs> you laundered That's exactly coins. right. No one will ever trace it now. <laughs> I would um, like to punch him in the shoulder laughing and say, enough for your oil. Well, this yeah. All <laughs> yeah. See, see my, my logic here was to hopefully if we had any winnings for the victor here seeing as uh justice was so uh sad for the fact that poor poor aura was out of pocket for the apples he could give his winnings to aura 
Right. At so, the same time, we could pick up donations from the crowd, but of course, no one heard me, and we picked up another mission, <laughs> but we did get a lead. I, I do want to yeah. point out, though, that as you were doing that, um, of course, Urash now sees, um, as Selsig is counting through it, the large amount of money that he already has sitting in his pack. Um, I just want to point that out. I never said I was broke to him. Right. <laughs> that is true, actually. They never said that. <laughs> yes. I just we said he would get food. <laughs> Hey, work out wait, you were some rations. You were complaining about not wanting to buy thirty-five uh, cost for the apples and crap, and yet you've got like two hundred stuff to buy with. I said I didn't want to buy the apples. Oh, you people! <laughs> All right, uh, there but we is... managed to get him on board without having to pay for the apples. <laughs> Let's not tell about how much we spend. Let's tell you how much we saved. <laughs> You know, when you buy in bulk today, um, so uh, the, the oil <laughs> stand... Character, to be fair, if he does need gold for equipment or anything, I don't mind chipping in for it. And there are some basic uh, play... I should say, by the way, if there's anything you guys lack that you want that's in terms of basic equipment, um, you do have in basic equipment... Like, there's most of the stuff you could get here. There's not magical equipment to be found, but you could definitely get most basic sort of weapons and armor and equipment. There's definitely the oil. If you want oil, you can get flasks of oil, Celsig. And uh, by the way, I don't know how many you want, but they are a silver piece each. So um, okay, yeah, you can get a few four, flasks of them. Four. Yeah, okay. I'll get four flasks. Okay. So it's full silver. Okay, mark that off. You cannot get ye flask. You can't get ye flask. <laughs> get ye flask. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so you're able to do that. So if any of the rest of you want to get sort of basic equipment, you can. But otherwise, uh, you know, you get the oil and then you're good to go wherever you want to head next. I could, Can I ask for some gold to buy some rations? Or some rations? Or some food? Because my character's been trying to sell these yep. apples for like three days. And it's been penniless I, for just as long. I'm sort of inwardly cyber go, uh, how much do you need there, big guy? You put on a hell of a show, and no good show goes unrewarded. Good strong meal costs a gold, maybe? Um, so rations typically would cost... Um, one days of rations is about five silver pieces. Yeah. Okay. I flick him a gold coin, then. <laughs> Can I ask the DM what happened to uh, Justice's chair in amidst all of this? <laughs> Amazingly, and, and it's sort of stunning to you, but the chair <laughs> remains somewhat pristine. The cart is kind of in a bad shape. The apples are smashed, but the chair remains, uh, you know, as, as if untouched, having ma magically passed through this, uh, this experience. <laughs> I like that Arthur's just developing a rivalry with a chair now. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mimic chair, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We, we talked about the mimic thing. Everything else on four legs has attacked us so far. <laughs> Indeed. Exactly. All right. Get it? Because so, it's a chair with four legs. It could be an office chair. You never know. It could have wheels on it. Could have wheels, yeah. So are you, <laughs> yeah. Put it, are you putting it back on? Uh, are you, you hooking it back up? Uh, I'm not leaving it there if you're asking me that. Okay. So back up it goes, um, back up it goes, and uh, now are you guys heading out of the market, um, having bought what you wish to buy? I don't, I don't think I need to. What's our, what's our myself, ration I, yeah. looking at? How are, how's our rations? So you have enough. I mean, you, you basically have not gotten a lot of extra rations because you've been sort of in town, more or less, going from place to place. If you go outside of town, you'll want to buy rations. Uh, but you have you know, basically a couple, more or less two days worth on each of you at the moment. So, 
At the moment, it says I have 10 in my inventory, so I guess we should okay. buy until it matches that, so I don't have to change the number. Cause I'm right, 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 right. You actually probably, that, that 10 is actually a little bit outdated. You did some days of travel beforehand, so probably, Justice, you'd have closer to 4 or 5 at this point, because you did have to travel here and, you know, travel to the temple when you're back in Merton and so on. Okay. Okay. But I'm just going to say that I'm going to, I have 10 gold, and I'm going to attempt to buy up to 10 you shouldn't have more than that because the rubies were fifty each, weren't they? So that's a well, hundred split said between I'd, the party. I said that I missed out when you guys talking about money, and then everyone we moved on yeah. to arm wrestling. So <laughs> yeah, things did get carried away. The glorious arm wrestling. And um, could someone just remind me real quick how does the exchange rate work in Forgotten Realms? I was I was is just it? wondering about that myself. I, I got to go find it again. I forget how many is what. Um, but I'll. I want to say it's it ten ten to one, isn't it? So There's like an ten. Silver is a gold. Yeah, like how uh, many ten, silver ten equals one gold? Oh. Um, I think it's quite simple. I think it's. I thought ten, you were talking about like silver, from Canadian gold. dollars to uh, euros. <laughs> no, that's yeah. Of, I just that's, I like to go on tangents every now and then. That exchange rate is five apologies for two Brexits, pie. So that's, that's, that's <laughs> all that is. Heyo. Um, let's see. Uh, too soon. Too soon. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm out. Coins. I'm out. Why the devil do it? It is ten to one, right? Okay, yeah, okay. it is 10 to 1. Cool. So it's 10 silver uh, for a gold, 10 gold for a platinum, 10 platinum for uh Or no, 10 gold for an electrum, I think? And then 10 electrum for a platinum. And then that's... I don't know if we have higher than that. 10 platinum gold, for, a, gold for an unobtainium platinum. or something at the, at the high level. <laughs> okay. 1 plat, 10 gold, 100 silver, 1,000 copper. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the decimal a thousand, point One plat, it? 10 yeah, gold, yeah, yeah. 100 silver, 1,000 copper. That's right. That's right. Thank you, yeah, Sharon. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, so I'm going to just quickly nip off by basically a small pack of rations um, for... Did you say one day's worth of rations is five silver? That's correct. Yep. I'll buy like two weeks' worth of rations or something like that. Um, and also stop by a store where someone is selling meat on a stick or some sort of animal leg that's been cooked, and I'm eating that as we walk. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's like you're walking along, like most people eat funnel cakes, but you're eating like, you know, rat on a stick. Half a ball, basically. Like, okay. <laughs> this is part of it. Okay. Sounds good. You guys are headed to the, did you say you're headed to the six windows in? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a thing we were doing. We had a thing we were doing. So, uh, yeah. all right. Do we still um, need to go to there since we've already got information of the, from this other guy? Well, yes, we do because we need the primary piece of information, and that is Dawn Sternwood, whose wife and baby went missing, and he uh, is also a witness currently at the Six Windows Inn. Yeah, but if if we follow the other lead, then oh. we'll, we'll if they'll both go to the same place, we'll eventually find the other one with the other one. What, uh, my my inner Tex Murphy is tingling. Justice, <laughs> can we just get as many leads as we possibly can before Hamilton, deciding to engage in something we know nothing about? Arthur speaks a lot of sense, Justice. I gotta say, he's won me over. Well, if you would like, you could go follow that lead, <laughs> while we go follow the other lead, and then we meet to get together and rally our information. Up to you guys. <clears throat> Um, Ura Ash, Ura yeah. Ash, you, you... What say you, Rashi? You're the latest member <laughs> of our party. You, you do have a say in this, in this quartet. I say we stick together. The colorful man makes sense. I motion to Arthur, assuming he's the leader because he was making the most noise earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. 
I would like to make a motion as to why he gets to be in charge. <laughs> I'm not saying he is in is charge. This, is this a formal parliamentary I motion? I, I My vote goes for Dan, leader, personally. My vote goes for we was more share. an autonomous collective. Precisely. You're fooling yourself, sorry. Um, no. I, I respect. I respectfully correct Ura Ash that we are a party that there is no particular leader. We all follow each other's lead, which is why we go in circles a lot. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Highly efficient. Okay. Right. Well, with that in mind, I think we will proceed to the six windows in. Okay. Um, so you guys proceed down, and if you uh, if you take a look again at roll twenty, you will see that uh, the six windows in is actually on the southwestern side of town, right about there. So you have to trace your way. This is not that big a town, though, so it doesn't take that long to get there. Um, and uh, when you arrive, you see um, a two-story building um, with a sign on the outside that has you count them to make sure six windows on them, um, sort of facing. I was outwards. literally just about to say that I was going to count. <laughs> yeah, six windows. You you see the six windows on the sign. You're getting um, too wise to me here. I, I, I you see those. You see all six windows, and then it says in parentheses six, like just to make sure. No, I, I made that up. It doesn't do that. But it does. Uh, it does show six windows. Um, and uh, when you enter um, into the inn, causing me to immediately change the music accordingly. Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of this, and let's put on this. Okay. Um, as you. Uh, enter here's my sound um as you guys enter the door opens and this is a much much different sort of scene than the tribor arms was the tribor arms was very very busy lots of people sort of this is much quieter in fact you'd you'd almost be tempted to say that it's sort of um i don't know depressing i mean the area there it just feels sort of oddly quiet first of all there's not that many people in here and um, just a couple of people, one person uh, over by a very low, unimpressive, non-sherry-looking fire. Um, and then you see a couple of other people that are uh, sort of chatting with each other, and they look occasionally they look over uh, the, their mugs at you with dark looks. There's three of them there. And then you see, um, you see just sort of one man kind of sitting by himself, looking around. And then there's a, a pretty barmaid um, with um, blonde hair who is sort of moving from table to table. But she's not, this is not a ray of sunshine type of thing, right? I mean, it, she just sort of, you know, serves everyone. Everyone just seems to be down here. Um, and uh, you guys are just sort of standing at the door. And she finally comes over and she says, um, hello, gentlemen, anywhere you like to sit. And then she wanders off um, to the bar. Mm. I look for a window this looks, seat. This looks like a this looks like a nobleman's tavern. I don't think we should stay here too long. Mm. So there are in fact a number of um, windows uh, that you think might be. You see some might be the sort of light that's kind of filtering down from the top floor um, down some stairs, but there don't seem to be a lot of windows down on this ground floor. Um, in fact, you don't really see any windows on this ground floor. Mm. Mm. I would like to ask uh, the barmaid if she has heard of a uh, someone coming by the name of uh, Dawn Stone, Sternwood. Stonewood, I believe is his name. And she, so she sort of thinks about it and she's like, oh, oh yeah, yes sir, uh, Dawn Stonewood. Yeah, terrible thing what's happened to his family. Um, I can get him for you if you like. I think he's upstairs. Uh, yes, please. So she um, she kind of bustles upstairs, or you know, really more ascends depressedly, 
um, and then uh, gets up to the top and um, then comes down again. And behind her is a young man who looks gaunt and pale and dark-eyed. Um, and you see as he comes down that he's kind of, he's doing this thing where he's sort of like obsessively kind of wringing his hands um, as he sees you. And um, he says, uh, yes, yes, you were, you were looking for me? Yes, we have been sent here by Cordelia Oldfield. We heard that you, uh, your wife and baby, went missing recently and suspect it may have something to do with this grey man who's been wandering the fields of this town at night. We are here to help and would like to know as much information as you can provide us. Oh, uh, yes, it, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible thing. Um, perhaps we should sit down? I will probably take the chair from my back. Sit upon it. Okay, so you just immediately plop a chair, blang, like right at the bottom of the <laughs> stairs, and you sit down, and he kind of gives you this confused look. He's like, I, I meant, I meant it at, at a table. Um, there's tables. Okay. I motion we go to a table and sit down. Yeah, I'll, I'll order, I'll order drinks. The man clearly looks like he needs a drink. I will second to that motion. Okay. Yeah. I'll just get, I'll just get ales for everyone. Okay, so you, you do so. Um, the uh, ales are uh, about three copper a mug, so you get, uh, it's about cool. 12 copper. Um, and uh, it's not very good. Uh, it's watered down, for one thing. Like, it's pretty weak. Um, you would guess that this thing might have been alcohol several distillations ago, but at the moment it's, uh, it's kind of kind of like alcohol-flavored water, really. Um, but uh, nonetheless, yeah. um, you pass it around, and, and uh, he's, as, he, as you sort of sit there, he's sort of there over his mug. Um, and uh, as he's about to tell his story, um, I would like, let's see, I would like Arthur and Selsig to make perception checks for me, please. Perception. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a perception check here, uh, Mike, so you know, is where they're going to roll. They're going to add their perception skill number to the roll, and they'll compare it to a number of my design and choosing, <laughs> which I will not tell them. <laughs> well, which die is it again? 20-sided. 20 almost, okay, always, tw- almost always 20-sided. Not always, but on damage rolls, it's not. But. Do. Okay, so yeah. Saber, you're like, God damn, this, it, was this ever alcohol? Like, it's, it's, it's just flavoring, maybe. Like, I can't, you know, so you're very occupied. Um, but Instant Arth- alcohol, just add water. Exactly. Arthur, you notice that the three men that I mentioned before, the three figures in the table, um, continue to look at you, sort of, you know, talking to each other. And um, at a certain point, they all stand up, and you see them go over to uh, the door of the inn, and they kind of stare back at you guys for a minute before exiting. All three of them. Um, okay, meanwhile, back at the table, um, Dorn finally sort of looks around. He says, well, it's like this. Three nights ago, I-, I was away from home visiting a friend. When I returned the next morning, I found our little cottage. I'd been knocked flat, and my darling Kelsey and my little babe were missing. She, she was just born uh, only a few weeks ago, and I should never have left them alone, and I... They may be gone forever. And he sort of lowers his head next to his mug, kind of slumps over. Mm, Tragic. Was there any evidence as to what happened to them? Anything left behind? Fingerprints? Uh, Hair follicles? He he looks up and he says, Hair follicles? Never mind. Oh, there's any evidence at all. <laughs> you, you suddenly you hear in the background, ding, ding, 
like the law and order sound. <laughs> um, and you're like, aha. No, uh, that's not what happens. Um, so he looks up at you and, and he says, uh, I, I don't know, but whatever did it, whatever did it must have been strong. It, it wasn't no storm. I had some people tell me maybe it was a, a tornado or a, or a whirlwind, but there ain't no tornado or whirlwinds that do, do what this did. And, and besides, they, I didn't find their bodies. I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're still alive. Maybe. And there's sort of, he leaps over and he kind of leans over again. You, you can tell he's trying to hold back sobs. Do you remember seeing anything after the destruction? Did you did you bear witness to anything in the surrounding environment? Um, and he says, "Well, no, sir. I, I when I was looking around, I I mostly was just looking for them. I I went and looked. There's a there's a little stand of trees, you know, right nearby, as you might say. But I looked all in and around, and there was nothing else. And other than that, it's it's just kind of by itself, sir. I mean." I, I could I could take you to it if you wish. I could show you the house. Yes, that would be fantastic. Do you know of anyone who may be an enemy of yours? Anyone who would like to see harm come to you or your family members? No, no, sir. I I, I never done nothing to no one. I, I I'm just a farmer, sir. I, I I just I just try to do the best I can with my family. My Kelsey was so beautiful, and and now now she's not there anymore. And and my child. Any kind of, you know, and he weeps. And the barmaid, the barmaid at this point walks over and the barmaid sort of puts down a glass and sort of pats him, you know, on the shoulder sympathetically. And she whispers um, to uh, to you, Selsig, uh, she says, um, he's been like this for a day at least since he came in, the poor man. And then she wanders off again. Sorry, go ahead, Arash. Yeah, sorry, I just want to lean in and I'm trying to go. I've only been here a few days and I know that... that... There's a lot of strange things going on in this town. People have said noticing figures in the night and whatnot. Did you notice anything like that near your house before this happened? Oh, you're talking about what, what folks called the Grey Man? Perhaps, yeah. I don't know, sir. I, I heard people talking, you know, rumors. People saying, well, they saw this thing come out of the shadows, but I, I just assumed it wasn't anything real. I just figured it was it was the ale talking, you understand? But now oh you you think the grey man took took my took my wonderful Kelsey and the babe? We're Did you see anything, the anything that could anything that could maybe make you fear for your kin? And uh he says uh he says I I, I don't know. I I ain't seen nothing myself. If I had never left, this never would have happened. Maybe they could have killed me. I'd rather be dead anyway. When was the last time you spoke to a character by the name of Father Longfellow? Father Longfellow? And he kind of lifts up and he looks at you and he says, Oh, that's... I don't know him very well. He's 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 the priest at, at the Timora's Shrine up there, but I don't know anything about him. I, I didn't think to go anywhere. I, I, I came back and, and the Lord Protector told me to, to come here and they would investigate. And... and I'd like to think so, but the Lord Protector hasn't said anything to me. I've been here three days, and I, 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 no one says anything to me. I think they all think she's dead already. Well, I don't well, think anyone stuck to you. I don't think that's the case. But be aware that the Lord Protector is who sent us here, so you are not alone. Oh, you need not feel abandoned. Oh, you, you think you think there's a chance? Maybe maybe we might find them, sir. We don't know. They're alive. But... We'll find him and bring him back. Oh, thank you. 
thank you. I, I, I don't have much money, but you'd have my gratitude forever. I, I, I can't even tell you. Can, can, can I show you my house right now, then? I, I could bring you there right now and, and show it to you. He seems, like, very it, animated. It sounds like a starting point to me. What do you chaps think? Very well. I think we should go and look. Justice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Okay. Um, and it's decided. All right. So I will not democracy. I will not bring up the, the chance that we could split the party up and you go look at the house. <laughs> I was actually just unsure whether we should, but we can always maybe come back. It's I, I do want to say, by the way, that oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted to say that as far as the splitting the party thing is concerned, jokes aside, it is true that generally splitting the party is not a good idea. However, I will say that it is not always an evil, and I can certainly handle it if you guys make the decision to do it. I I ran the other day a for the first time ever, a three-level combat where I had people fighting on three levels of a castle. That was interesting. Um, not something that I ex expect to have wow. a lot. But it is possible to do it. The general idea, though, is that when you split the party, parties are balanced with each other. You take that away. You obviously have some negatives there. But that doesn't mean you can't ever do it. So I, I, I just wanted to, in case anyone was like, well, never split the party because Arv will destroy you. I mean, like, it depends. The reason, like, so, that's all. The reason why I was thinking about it was, I mean, we're just in a town. We're not in a dungeon. Yeah. If we're in a dungeon, then mm -hmm. I would think differently. Where we're just walking around a town. Yeah, this I'm, just, I'm just letting case, you know. I'm not trying possible. to direct you one way or the other. I'm just letting you know. I'm not opposed to maybe two people going to the shrine while two people investigate the farm. I mean, knock on wood, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Spontaneous arm wrestle in the middle of the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can get poisoned again. <laughs> well, I'm, I like, I'm personally in favor of going to the farm, but if like people want to go and investigate the suspicious priest person, then I don't know. I say we stick together and go to the farm. Maybe we'll find more information to question the suspicious priest person with. Mm -hmm. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, dirty Sharts, this is... Yeah, exactly. It's 5e. It's Forgotten Realms. Um, and this is uh, the adventure called uh, Terror at Tribor. I do want to give a shout-out, by the way, to the writer of this uh, adventure, M.T. Black. This is the guy, and it's actually a trilogy of adventures, um, who wrote the first one, Temple of the Nightbringers, and this is technically a sort of a sequel um, called uh, Terror at Tribor, but um, this is actually good. I got this for a buck fifty on the DMs Guild, um, which I recommend. If you go there, you can get uh, lots of different adventures and stuff like that, so uh, it's, uh, it's well, it's, it's cool. It's a, kind of a fun little adventure that they put together, so um, with so many ways to die. I mean, with so much to find that <laughs> could succeed for you. Okay, so, so many you guys ways are... To pie. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah. where are you guys headed? You guys are, I'm sorry, you said some of you are going someplace. Where, where are you go, going? We're all headed we're all... to the yeah. house. To the farm, okay, or to the house. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, so Dorn's Cottage, which I think may be on here. Um, let me see if it here, a few hundred feet east of town. Yes, so, um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this... Uh, it's a little bit farther than this, so more or less, like, it's not on this map, but somewhere over here, uh, not too far off to the side, um, is the house. It's a it's a pretty, what looks like was a tiny cottage, and they're not joking, it has been knocked flat. Um, the, uh, the walls have been sort of knocked inwards, um, and they're not all, like, knocked flat as if, like, a tornado did it, but, like, something bashed and sort of ripped this thing apart. Now, the walls are not completely, like, they're not in pieces and shards and things like that. But um, the wing, that the uh, walls are sort of fallen and lying on the ground. Um, and uh, again, it was not much more than a shack, but the shack has been eliminated, basically, as a standing concern. Um, and he says, uh, as you get there, Dorn says, oh, here it is, sir. Oh, what's left of it, anyway? 
Okay. When he well goes then, they, you really weren't kidding. Yeesh. Can we do a do a perception check to see what uh, to investigate? You yeah, it's going to be active actually, detective mode. You certainly I was actually specifically that. investigate the wreck. <laughs> Yes. Uh, perception. So I will allow you guys to either do a perception or an investigation check. I'll permit either oh, one. Oh yes. Now okay. perception. So you know. Um, so you know, Mike. Perception. You should have the skill on there. That's based on your yep. wisdom. Uh, investigation is based on intelligence. So this sometimes you'll get an option for these two choices, uh, and you can decide which one you want to do. As I see, suddenly it's gotten very dark in my room. So let me turn on the light. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and roll investigation then. Ooh. All right, I'll do investigation as well. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> so Arthur's like, "Yep, it's flat." Yeah, Arthur, you're like, you're like, you're like, gentlemen, this is definitely a cottage. There's no question. There was a cottage on this very spot. You say. Um, <laughs> My deductive powers tells me the culprit is no longer on the premises. <laughs> Whatever did this is not here. Um, he so, turns around to Dawn and he's like, "You used to live here, didn't you?" <laughs> yeah. Dawn's like, "Yes, yes, I, I, I did." Um, wow. So, uh, okay. So, Saber, um, you were doing. I'm sorry, intelligence or perception? You were uh, investigation. Which doing is investigation. Intelligence. Okay. So, um, you, uh, as you're sort of looking around, uh, looking around Celsic, you actually notice that on a few of the walls and on the door are some sharp claw marks. There's no question that there are claw marks on the door and the walls. Now, the claws, you're not necessarily an expert on claws, although you could try to, you know, pull some information from yourself to discover if you know more about them. Mm -hmm. But definitely these are things that, uh, from what you can tell, this was definitely done by some creature of some kind um, that knocked okay. these things down. The claws are not like, they're not like 12 feet, you know, wide and high, but they are definitely, they're pretty deeply grooved into the wood, pretty sharp. Okay. Um, I guess maybe we can do a check against like, a nature to see if I recognize it, or would it be more animal handling? Uh, so, let's see. So, if you were to check that, I would give a nature. Let's say nature for this. Okay. Well, see if something in my adventures correlates with what I'm looking at. Five. <laughs> um, not really. I mean, it's, it. you know, the only thing you would say is that most animals, uh, when they have these sort of claw marks, um, it's not usual that they would sort of get inside and then start clawing the walls and the door in your experience. I mean, it seems odd that an animal would do this. Like if they broke in, they would break in and then they would eat something and then they would leave. Um, but not that they would continue to scratch and there's scratch marks in a lot of places here. Um, the, the other inside. thing is that those, no, they are on the outside. Okay. So the claw marks are on the outside of the walls and the door, but there's a lot of them as if whatever it was okay. was trying to get in for a while before it succeeded and then took out its rage on whatever was left. Okay. So I turn to the party and say, well, there's very definite evidence that something was clawing at this for quite some time. I sort of point at the various claw marks to back up my statement. But was was what was clawing at it, would it have had the strength to completely flatten it? That's another thing. I mean... Now, clawing is one thing, completely flattening is another. I turn to, is it Dorn, sorry, the farmer that we're with? Yes, Dorn, yep. Dorn. I turn to Dorn, have you had much trouble with wild animals lately? 
Oh, no, sir. I mean, uh, a wolf once in a while, maybe, or, or occasionally a, a coyote I've seen, but nothing serious. There, there was that one goblin that came a couple of years ago that, was, that uh, some people said was preying on some, on some merchants, but they tracked him down. We haven't really had trouble with anything for a long time. This is a, this is a pretty busy town, sir, but most of the time people are going in it and then leaving it again, if, if you follow what I mean. I see, I see. Mm. Is there anything else that can be discerned from the house outside of just claw marks? Possibly. Depends on what you what you would like to try to discern. I would like to discern anything. But, no, no. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I need Is there something a specific. tell me all the clues, Rob? <laughs> I, I need something specific. Um, in other words, I need can you I... to tell me, like, what exactly are you looking for? What sorts of things are you looking for? Uh, for, I've, I would like to uh, uh, try and discern from what direction the blast that hit the house came from. Doesn't look like a blast. It looks like something pulled this down wall by wall. Doesn't look hmm. like it, it doesn't look like everything came from one direction. The walls, for one thing, are basically crumbled on top of each other. There's actually a little bit of one wall still standing, and they're all they're all sort of fallen inwards, but not you know blown in the same direction as you might expect if a spell had hit it or something like that. Hmm. I'd like to look if there's any um, any blood or remains from any creature, whether it be human or animal. Make a perception check for me. Also, I heard a can I. And if you guys want, yes, by the okay. way, you can also assist with each other's checks on, on some of these things. Like, if you want to help him look for something, you could do that. Um, Go ahead, uh, Arash, what do you want to do? I'd like to assist. Uh, I was just going to start picking up pieces of debris, like the larger piece I'm... of debris, to see if there's anything useful underneath it. Okay. actually about to suggest either Justice or Rashi do that. Okay, so, Urash, um, <laughs> what I'm going to do is... I would is... like to assist. So, all right. Um, so, let me let me start with what you guys were doing. Uh, so, Arthur, you're looking for basically blood, um, debris, you know, things that are sort of leading from the outside. Justice, yes. you're going to assist him. So, what I would like you, you to do yes. is I would like you to make a... Um, I'd like you to make a perception check for me, um, Arthur. And uh, I just did 18. 18, okay. Justice, I'm going to ask you to add your perception bonus to that. While you're doing that, um, you guys, Orush and Selsic, are going to do the same thing, except you're going to be doing an investigation check rather than perception. So, Orush, you're going to be doing investigation. Perception bonus or proficiency bonus? Perception. There should be an actual number next to your perception. Uh, there should be a perception I, thing. I don't see anything that says perception. It really it, it, there should be like on skills. under proficiencies <clears throat> where it says skills and you'll have like a plus number minus oh. number okay I have a four no okay. that's that's persuasion <laughs> no I have a I have a minus one <laughs> <laughs> you're like maybe try like this huh no what you can do is actually make a roll so you're gonna you're gonna make a roll yourself but you'll apply the minus one to it uh, pi so you're gonna do you know twenty sided but subtract one. Not bad for a minus one. Okay. Yeah, it's quite good. All right. Um, so we've so, got that. And uh, meanwhile, Urash and Selsig, um, what did you guys get? So you got a 15, uh, Mike? Uh, no, I'm sorry. That was a misclick. Sorry. I apologize. Okay. Um, I misclicked by accident. Um, so we're doing uh, perception checks. Is that correct? Right. No, you are doing an investigation check. So you're going to. That's intelligence. That's intelligence based. So 20 minus the intelligence. Cool. And then Selsig, you're going to add that. 
such as it oh, is. That's mine. So you're like, <laughs> so you pick up the debris and you're like, you pick it up, but you have some, you kind of keep dropping the, the first piece. So you're like, you pick up three and then drop two. It's reminding you very unpleasantly of the Apple experience. <laughs> and you're like, so you pick them all up. Celsic, you're like, wait, wait, you think you see something and it's actually another piece of wood debris. So as you guys are doing that, um, uh, Arthur and Justice, um, you think that you might have found uh, under, on the outside, there's a little bit of sort of um, shallowish kind of mud dirt, you might say, and there's a very clear track, which seems to be of a sort of smallish boot that is facing away from the house and the front door. Is it gray? It is oh dirt-colored. A boot. <laughs> All right, mud I would mud. like to... I would like to try... I know this is kind of like very... Um, very macabre of me and very distrusting of me, but I would like to uh, coax our friend. What's his name? Um, Dorn. 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 I would like to coax our friend to come and stand with me nearby to where the boot print is, so I could have a word with him. And then when he leaves, I would like to then compare the two prints for size. Okay. Uh, all right. So you do that, um, and uh, when you do that, you notice that. Um, this, his boot is considerably larger. Okay. Doesn't even look like, it's not, clearly not the same print. Hello, Michael. First rule of investigation, rule out the closest people first. <laughs> unless it is, oh, a, unless it is a boot mimic, in which case. <laughs> a uh, boot mimic. <laughs> unless you guys are screwed. <laughs> I would like to do something similar with the rest of the party, just to rule all of us out, to make sure... <laughs> I think well, we gave think, the whole time. Well, it was pie. Not... There's four chair chair foot marks. <laughs> right, the track is actually a of of four legs and a villager. <laughs> it's not going to be yours, is it? Let's be honest. It might be Celsius, but hey, you can <laughs> never be too <laughs> careful, feet, all right? Man, small feet. Is there any way? Is there any way that we can measure this this boot print and gather as much information for future comparison's oh. sake? Well, I would actually put my foot down for a comparison to see if it is actually halfling sized. <laughs> it fits perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's not. It's not the case. It does not <laughs> fit perfectly. No, it, it doesn't. It actually is larger. You think human sized, but it might be the boot of perhaps a female. Um, and as you're looking at it, you notice that there is another. Um, boot mark that is some distance away and a good distance as if someone were you know not not just walking from place to place the steps are farther apart than that and you notice that it actually goes around the corner of what was at one point the house and then turns to the north this set of prints i would like to ask my group members if they remember the lord protector wearing boots or uh, with mud on them in her uh office <laughs> Can you do that, uh, can do that DM? Afterwards. Can you actually try and recall events from sure. a previous encounter? Sure, you can. And if, if it's something that you don't remember off the top of your head, sometimes I'll allow it as a skill check. In this case, though, you never actually saw her feet, um, so you don't know what she was wearing. She never actually came out from behind the table. She was just standing up in front, behind the table, and then down the table. Convenient. So. Very nice. <laughs> I would Jedi. like to go back would... to the town. Very nice. And... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and say, confess, <laughs> where's the boot? Where is it? Um... I'll take so, another chance. The boot I would like to, with everyone else, if everyone else is in agreement, I'd like to follow the path in which the boots are taking. It's a step in the right direction. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, all right. So Watch you follow step. it. You follow it north, um, and uh, it, it seems you notice that the steps are sort of at first in one direction. Then over time, they kind of waver a little bit, um, and uh, it, it's a long way before finally you notice that there's a couple. There's like they they sort of come together, and then at one point there is a large sort of. Um, uh, imprint on the ground, basically. So there's like a larger imprint that's not a boot imprint, but like something fell here, and then you see more boot prints again um, to the north that are closer together. Um, and finally, um, you see, you come to uh, a sort of small little stand of what is like trees, bushes, things like that. Um, and uh, if all of you are there, I believe you are, all are, I would like you to make a perception check, please. Okie dokie. Crit! Wow. <laughs> Not only did you get it, but also the <laughs> crit! Like, you've, like, you know, definitively, like. Definitely a door. <laughs> All the six windows. Uh, okay, let's see. All right, um, so what do we what do we get for numbers there? Sorry, beg your pardon. Fifteen for myself. Uh, Celsig was twenty three. Ura was eleven, and Justice was seven. All right, so Justice, you hear only the blowing of the wind. Um, Urash, you hear the same thing, um, and then you also hear like a squishing sound as you look over. You see it's kind of Justice, kind of like tramping through the mud a little bit. Um, and then, uh, Saber, and what did you get for yourself? I'm sorry, uh... Fifteen. Fifteen. So, um, you think you hear it, but you absolutely hear it, um, you absolutely hear it, uh, uh, Celsig, and you hear this. Hmm... I hate hearing that. I've played too many video games. <laughs> <laughs>